During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about a Greg Miller-ass game I can't wait to gush about. Janet's favorite indies from SGF and some burning Spider-Man 2 questions. We'll have all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. She's the game playing, roller skating, marathon running, Janet Garcia. And Janet, after one month, you are back on PSI Love You. How are you? False. Even though I don't think anyone actually thought I was gone from the show. I think they just knew I was on vacation and then. Yeah, but it's, still, it's been happened. a long time. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a month and it's. Oh, I, yeah. I, and then we didn't have it was a bunch of reactions and stuff like that. It so, was like I left at the, not the worst time, because that's a little, a little dramatic. And like at a certain point, you just got to take your vacations and whatever. But it's like, oh, I missed because of that. And then we had like a staggered time. And it's like a whole thing. Uh, chat's already with the, are you feeling okay? I lost my voice at Summer Game Fest. Um, and it started, if you look at the MinMas Instagram stories, it's me documenting my descent into madness. So like... <laughs> follow for that if you want to see that a lot of people were like for what it's worth and i wasn't trying to lose my voice but people were like i enjoyed watching your descent on instagram.com um yeah it's like every day it was a little bit worse and eventually i and i thought like oh this is we're like set now it can't get any worse and that's yeah. not true actually it's still you, you I, found I, a new rock bottom mm -hmm, yeah like i hit down rock bottom and i just kept on digging um so i'm sounding a little rough but i assure you i feel fine which is great i didn't get sick i was really worried that me and my team or really anyone might like you know catch a cold or something worse but like everyone's generally good my voice is just shot because i talk really loud already i talk sure. really fast so i say a lot in less time talked for as many days straight and when I look back at my vlog footage, I'm like, look at this great vlog footage from the JW Marriott. It's me being like, hello, like at full volume, like yeah. screaming at Michael Hyam to get him on camera. And then another thing too is something y'all might not know. And Greg, I'm sure, well, you might know this as a tall person, Greg. Sure. When you're short, people can't hear you very easily because you have to like go all the way up. So a lot of people have to you lean down to hear me. So I'm trying to bridge the chasm that is between like me and Greg, even though I didn't actually see you that often, but you know what I mean? Like, and that, that adds up after a while, but I've been doing very little the last couple of days. I have this show now, obviously, but like, you know, I'm dialing back on like streams and other stuff. I am still cool to do like some content, but I don't want to like, you know, now's not the time to do a 12 hour marathon stream. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. like the time to, to drink throat coat and sit, which I've mostly been doing well, except for right now. We woke up this morning and blessing Eddie Oye Jr. was like, yo, I'm not feeling that great. I'm going to stay home. And then I hit up Janet and I was like, listen, you haven't been here in a month. 
we can do this topic we we're going to do, or we can eventually talk about it and instead just drink beers and catch up. So Janet, cheers to you. I see you're open. You got, what do you, whoa, we got two things. So full disclosure, yeah. I am drinking non-alcoholic beers, which oh, I know is less exciting, oh, but no, I drink no, thing. enough for many people at SGF. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully not enough to be remembered for the wrong reasons, but hopefully enough to be remembered for, as someone that's down to say yes to a shot. But I'm doing non-alcoholic because I still want to have some fun. And also sure. it's bad for like with throat recovery, so that's why I'm like, I'll go non-alcoholic. So I want you to choose what I start off with. I've never had either of these. I got Lagunitas IPA non-alcoholic, and I have Corona non-alcoholic. Do the Lagunitas because I'm drinking an Elysian Space okay. Dust IPA, and I almost went with the Lagunitas IPA, but I, I swung over here instead. And I want to know how they do. The, I'm a big fan of the alcoholic Lagunitas, so I'm yeah. wondering... They also do... Like, they do a hop water you can get that Jen's yeah. had before and likes it a lot. I've had their, I might've had the same one. It's Is it clear? Yeah. I mean, it's water. No, oh, well, then maybe I didn't have it. Cause I had something that was an IPA, but it was it was clear, which I okay. thought was really odd looking. I've had some of the hop water from some companies before and it's been, sure. it's been good, but yeah, I, just, well, I saw the chance to just hang out with you and exactly. say hey and, and pick your brain and see what's been going on we got a bunch of questions of course people wrote in uh to kind of funny.com slash p-s-i-l-y just like you can to be on the show for free and all that cheers janet good to see you again we'll go there cheers janet good to see you again cheers the virtual cheers is always rough but always rough that's why i'm saying moving back to san francisco a lot's changed since you were here a lot of things are hey, going man. out of business i mean maybe your most hated store has gone out of business have you thought about that has it i don't know what was your most hated store I don't know. I think I liked all the stores fine. Okay, I had fun. a good time there. Fun, fun. You know, everybody went to everybody chunked. But yeah, good people out there in SF. It's fun to be there when I am there. But like I said to you on the thing, Jana, uh, in the thing being Slack, you know, let's just throw it out. Let's just throw mm -hmm. out the run of show. Let's just hang out and talk. Let's just have a great PSI love you. We're talking about PlayStation games and the things we've seen. This is pretty good, by the way. Yeah? Yeah. Does it like taste it. like an IPA? Yeah, it does. Okay. And it tastes more grounded than some of them do. Like, I've, I've really been on a non-alcoholic beer kick just to give myself a, a few more options. Yeah. Um, and I've been enjoying the increase in, in popularity of, of non-alcoholic options for sure. beer. And this one, yeah, it tastes like regular. You know what I mean? I mean you can still kind of tell, like, non-alcoholic beer kind of tastes like diet soda in a way where it's like, it tastes like the soda, but like something is different. And something's good, off. It's bad. I get it on the back yes. of the, the palate, the back of the tongue. Something's yes, wrong with this coke. But this is this is pretty convincing. Okay. Like I don't know. Like um, I'd be intrigued to take a taste test later and see if I can identify the two different ones. It's yeah. a beer I drink a lot because Lagunitas I think is Chicago, right? Isn't that like are they from Chicago? No, Lagunitas is California. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so odd. They have a really big presence in Chicago. They have like a bunch of like. I think they got some. They got stuff now there, but I'm pretty sure it started out here on this coast, if I remember correctly. Because I remember when I first got here, I thought I could only. I, I remember getting there. I'm like Laguni, not Laguni. The theme. I couldn't say it. Yeah, of course, it says California on the side. So. Yeah. yeah. But, Anyways, well, I digress. Uh, we're throwing the Bible out the window, ladies and gentlemen, for what PSI Love You could be today, because we're going to hang out and have a little, uh, just a conversation hangout. But there are some things I have to hit, like thanking our Patreon producers, Casey Andrew, Delaney Twining, and James Hastings. Of course, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to get each and every episode of PSI Love You XOXO ad-free. You can watch us live as we record it, like Dropkick Tondo is, Tommy Goodall is, and DG Mayor R. I urge you, if you can or of age and, you know, have the ability to drink, have a, pop a beer at home. Have some fun. I know a lot of people are listening to car later. Don't do that. Don't drink and drive. That's stupid. Don't do that. But the other way around, if you have a chance, hang out with us today as we hang out and talk PlayStation, talk about video games. If you like us talking about PlayStation, like I said, Patreon, where you get the ads for, or they get the show ad-free. Of course, you can watch us live. Of course, you get a bevy of bonus episodes. You get to watch all the other podcasts. Dozens and dozens. I mean, if you went there right now and gave us 10 bucks, you get something like 260 exclusive episodes you can find nowhere else, all on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. But I digress. Maybe you're on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Maybe you're on a podcast server wherever 
wherever you are. Like, subscribe, share, leave a review. It really helps, I swear. Today, we're brought to you by Honey, Rocket Money, and thank you to Amazon Gaming and Summer Game Fest for partnering with us for our showcase season. Go to Amazon.com slash Summer Game Fest all summer long to discover the top new and upcoming games, but we'll tell you all about that later. For now, we're able to do whatever we want right now. We can do whatever we want right now, Janet. So I'll give you the choice, Janet. What I, well, you know what? I'm not even going to give you the choice. Janet, this is my shot. We're having sure. a beer. Go for it. I know it's the most boring question of all time that we all say to each other when we're at a convention, but it's what is the best thing you've seen? Mm. What I want to know, though, Janet, is what is the best thing you've played recently? Because you're usually bringing the indie heat, and you and I are the same person, and we have things. And let me tell you, do I have a game to tell you about? Oh, my God. From SGF or just in general? In general. Out now, you can play it right now. Oh, I wonder what you have. Shumi Comes Home just came out, but I haven't had time to play the full version. But I'm looking forward to playing that. Shumi Comes Home? Shumi Come Home? I think it's Come Home instead of Comes Home, but it's tough to remember. But it's a a little uh, cute little platformer that's kind of similar to uh, Short Hike and Little Gator Game. It's like in that vein, but you're a little mushroom guy. But I guess it's not that. So I wonder I wonder what you're going to pull out of your pocket. Yeah, I've got some B-roll run here. Shout to Barrett. This is Shumi right here. Um, oh, like like yes, a mushroom. Gotcha. Yeah, you're a little mushroom guy. and it's This so... isn't on PlayStation yet. Get out of here. Yeah, I know. But it's like it's com- it, it's coming out. Whatever. I was just wondering what it was because I'm trying to think through my mind palace of what could have been what you are talking about. Can, I'm wondering. But for you... recent stuff, I haven't played anything too recently that um oh yeah chat's right it's called smooshy they had a whole license thing where they couldn't call it shoe me yeah that's I'm funny used so. to it. I'm getting well used i'm calling remember i'm saying to, you can bring in your sgf stuff because okay. there's plenty I'm, of indies we all saw at sgf i'm gonna bring my sgf thing have i told you about um it, what, can it be just anything or do i double check this playstation you gotta check this playstation we're doing i got playstation, PlayStation i got viewfinders yeah. coming to playstation right dude not only is viewfinder coming to playstation there is a demo out right now and i hear the demo hits which we played a little bit of it at the show like yeah, Viewfinder. Holy cow. Um, I feel like it's really delivering on the promise of how cool it just looks in, like, immediate trailers. Um, and it plays exactly how it looks. Uh, and you can really, like, mess around and sort of break it in funky ways. That's like, what, yeah, can, Tim was talking about that, yeah. Yeah, like, it It kind of... It, we're in a tough era right now because, again, this is employee position, but, like, with a lot of people playing Tears of the Kingdom, it's like you kind of start to see that game everywhere. You get, like, brain warm for yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. And some of the freedom you get in Viewfinder reminded me of that in the sense that, like, I can build these funky little roundabout platforms using odd photographic assets. So I'm really liking it a lot. Um, I feel like Viewfinder is a game that I saw it, and I was like, this looks really cool, but... You know, how does it play? And playing it, I only feel more confident about nice. how much I'm going to enjoy this game. So that was definitely one that hit really hard for me. And then I'm double-checking the other no, one. No, no, while you do that, I'll talk a little bit about right. Viewfinder because I know Tim talked about it. Right. I've downloaded the demo, but I've been so all night at home. All I do is play Diablo with Jen. And then here at work, I've been playing the game I want to talk to you about. So I'm ready to go, but this is out. What I think is crazy about it is that it's getting... Like, this was the one Tim was talking about of... Anybody who stopped him at the show, he would bring this up, right? I was talking about Alan Wake 2 and how in love I was with that. He was talking about this and what's one of those things that I love about SGF. It is a chance for these smaller indies to get their time to shine. Of course, this is published by Thunderful, but it's made by Sad Owl Studios. They are, this is their first game. This is the first thing they've done as a Sad Owl Studios. And it's like, damn, this looks great. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think for me too, like I'm also very hot on Alan Wake. Um, Alan Wake 2. It is. 
like just looked so incredible. Did you like um, Alan Wake One? Was that like is that a game for you? No, I tried playing we it. We're the same people. And, yeah, because I tried playing it. Like I was, it was like my first time like playing it ever. And like I was a my introduction to Remedy was Control, and I loved Control. I was like a. I was like the control person like in the IGN office being like, have you picked a game of the year? Have you heard about my Lord and Savior Control? Yeah. Have you heard about, you know, Jesse? Um, I love that game. So I'm like, oh, Alan Wake, sure. And I, I would love to, in a different world, I would have loved to finish it just because I was intrigued by the whole like writer vibe. Yeah. Like that spoke to me, but the gameplay like really didn't speak to me. And seeing Alan Wake 2, I was like, holy cow, what a fun Almost like in an, and I mean this not like pejoratively, but almost like something conceptualized in a dream or that a fan would write on paper, but it would never come true. Cause yeah. it's like, oh, well that's so odd. Like it's like Alan Wake energy with control surrealism meets Resident Evil 2. And that's like such a cool mashup of things. And I'm, I'm really just enjoying like what it looks like. The stress of it, feels like a little bit of a lot my heart rate was elevated watching this uh behind the scenes gameplay that we got to see at hands off at sgf but i'm i'm down for it i'm uh, scared by it but i'm excited to to dig into the world um it just seems like absolutely my kind of game uh, and i feel like it'll be a nice weirdo pick for the year for people because is it this year or is it next year is this year it's this october it's got a date it's this october and i and i love and i think my so like mike has said this and this is like a common sentiment but like i love a spooky game for the spooky season yeah. like that's so nice when those line up October 17th this year. Yeah, I, I talked to everybody's ear off on Gamescast about this and a few other places. But yeah, somebody who did not like Alan Wake 1 for the same stuff you're talking about. And I'm talking about it when it was brand new. I remember playing it when I was working at IGN and everybody else vibing with it, not me. Doing the remaster, trying to get into it, thinking I, I, I've matured as a gamer and I love horror games so much. Clearly, I love it. Just couldn't do it. And so coming into this, what impressed me the most was that you can see control all over this game. Like, what they learned and what the studio remedy has become, they're making this game, and it's true detective meets the outsider. Like, it looks so good. It's Mind Hunter when you go in the Mind Palace and connect the strings to the clues. I think for somebody like me that has such a hard time sometimes in games remembering names or taking a break and coming back and like, where was I? What was I doing? The fact you're going to be able to jump in there, and it's it it looks like a supernatural detective game and i i've been looking for a great video game detective story for a long time and i you know judgment it, it didn't fit what i wanted at the time uh i've of course played uh, la noir but even that eventually got me frustrated i was tapping the books all the time with my finger like sure this seems like my kind of i love horror everybody knows i'm excited to get into a game like this and to you to the point you're talking about janet like i wish i had played through alan wake i wish that connected with me i'm not going to try to force it but I do want to go back and do the uh, AWE expansion for Control. Mm. I never actually did that. And they were like, in my uh, demo, I think it was Arthur from Wirecutter was like, you know, is that required reading? You know, like, do you need to have played the, uh, Alan Wake and the Control stuff? And they were like, listen, of course, we'd love you to. You'll get more out of it. But no, you can drop in here and you'll be fine to go through and do it. Yeah, for sure. Like in watching the hands-off um gameplay that they showed us which one cool thing about the hands-off session too was it was it was hands-off for us but it was hands-on for the qa guy doing it which i am always so thoroughly impressed by qa people's ability to do a live demo because i think that's so stressful like to play in front of people and not just play in front of people like the way i do on twitch but like you're showing <laughs> off the game the, the way they pan around the menus yep. like there's a real like genuine artistry and beauty to the ability to pull that off and it's funny because like i'm so like of uh, someone that makes content you know i get like in the weeds about like 
oh, well, this is like a tough thing for them to like really get the pacing right. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. I, the immersion's broken for me, but then I'm also just like really impressed by people doing well, things. Well, that's the thing um, me and Bless have talked about so many times after SGF now of like the the annoyance to a degree of when we know you're we're your 30th demo of the day oh, yeah. and you still do like mm -hmm. what's that oh like oh i didn't see this guy coming and i'm not talking about alan way too they did it very sure. tongue-in-cheek where they were like you know hey remedy's all about cerebral you know survival horror we're not about jump scares and then as soon as he said it there was like a jump scare that popped out and like you know i was like ah, ha, ha. like they were doing it in a fun way whereas other people are like treating you like a 10 year old of like what why don't you go check that out over there what's that oh my god how'd you find that that's crazy my like, all right calm down you know, I didn't really, it's funny. I wonder if it's like, it got back to PR people that we joke about how oh, they're always like, wow, you're so good at the game. And they just decided, fine, I'm not going to say anything to you ever. Cause I was like talking about that with my crew where they're like, yeah, not a lot of the, wow, you're so smart. Like this year round, which I found interesting. Or maybe we just were really, we were that bad. I don't know. Um, I did play one game, um, where I like played it completely wrong. Cause that's the nice. point that I was in the, in at the game where like eventually the people who make the game were like, actually you're supposed to be doing the opposite. Of what you're Yo, doing, you're fucking you know, this up but, bad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I did play technically a little bit of Oxen Free too, but it just wasn't enough to, you know what I mean? Like to say, like to get a, it's a story game, so it's like. But were right, you intrigued? Of, yeah, I was definitely intrigued. The map seemed huge, like for the area. Like it's still the same island, but it just seemed like a lot to discover and engage with. Um, and well, I here's my intrigued. thing. So let me stop yeah, you because I played Oxen no, Free too as well. Okay. I was intrigued. I finished the demo and I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'm 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 excited for this. Oxen Free One is a weird one for me that the way the story goes, they had that done way before release date. IGN got codes way before it. And I remember going to a bar with Mitch Dyer and him and somebody else from IGN were there. We talked about playing it, and it was this thing, or they had played it, I hadn't touched it, and they were like you don't understand if game of the year, if this was this year, this would be my game of the year. And I was like, holy shit, fuck, okay. And I went home and had bad PC performance, a bunch of different issues, and I just didn't vibe with it. And I thought maybe it was the PC stuff, maybe it was this. I've gone back since then. It didn't, it still doesn't hit. I think it's just because the bar was set so high. So coming into two, I was like, and I finished that demo like, you know what? No, I'm stoked for this. I want to code as soon as how, possible. I want to. But my question for you. How much time do you have? What, for this podcast? No, for the, well, ask your question, then I have my own thing. My question for you is, is this the same island? Because they, it didn't look exactly the same, and then you get to that point where they talk about the events kind of before, and then I thought the, did you finish the demo? No, I didn't finish the demo. The demo has you on a peak looking out at what I thought was the original island and oh, something maybe, happening. maybe. It's a little bit, to be, to be frank, I feel like the, as someone that is a fan of Oxenfree 2, and I'm not trying to, like, pass the blame of, like, you know, generally like right you want to look up that stuff i found it hard to latch on to like what the takeaway point just the marketing lead up of this game has been a little bit like i'm excited because it's oxen free but like i feel like i haven't walked away with like a lot of firm understanding of what i'm here to expect and again for the purposes of the show that's entirely on me because i could go and google and be really prepared yeah. but, for the, but just speaking candidly as like a consumer and a player and someone in the space i'm like i feel like i haven't been able to get like a firm grasp on like what the selling bullet points of oxen free to are and i know it's kind of crass to boil, boil artistry down to like sales but it's like what am i getting here what am i supposed to be getting but to go the thing i was going to mention to you is how much oxen free one did you play if you had a ballpark oh i rolled time? credits I, I did the whole oh, thing you did yeah oh, but so then i've gone it. back since then and tried to replay like when it came to playstation okay, i was like you did okay i'll go in there maybe i missed I'm, something you know? i'm shocked that that game does not shatter your like your heart like i'm a little bit did you like get the like not that you need to like you know enjoy but did you get like the full did you break the time loop in the game by chance i don't even remember like i rolled credits like i, okay. I did the whole thing and i beat it but like 
I, I know everyone says this is a great game. This I is a great game. I find it so affecting. Like, I think that Oxenfree 1 is, like, one of my favorite games kind of ever. Like, when that game came out, I'm like, do I want an Oxenfree tattoo? Do I want to make some Like, I obsessed over that game. And part of it is, too, like, I played it. You know, it's a single-player game, but I played it with my brother, Edwin. Mm. And the game very much is a sibling relationship, sure. too. So it sure. was like... But also, the game has, like, so many freaky, spooky horror it's like indie control absolutely with yeah. more emotion like Oxenfree and that's why i keep thinking so cool. it, it honestly feels a lot like alan wake where i'm like i got i should do it i should force myself i should roll credits and it's just like and stuff there's but... so many things going on all the time you know what i mean yeah yeah i know no, i feel that um but i'm excited to play it it just was one of those games that like when i sat down to do the demo at the very end of the day i actually kind of crashed um Kit and Chris's appointment. Well, I had my own appointment. Like I had mine set up, but like they didn't have a lot of stations left, and like the day was running down on like that Friday. And I was like, "Do we all just want to sit together and play Oxenfree too?" But then as it started, I was kind of like, "I don't really want to sit here and play this for this time." And we like played a little bit, and then the day was over, and then it, that was done. But, gosh, look at that time! I gotta hit that dusty trail. Gotta get I out know. of here. It's just hard for like a game like that, demo wise. Like you put the headphones on, but it's like kind of loud, and yeah. it, it just I I couldn't get in the mood. But to your point with the performance. I'm definitely nervous coming into this game. I drafted in my fantasy critics, so I do believe I'm a believer of Oxenfree 2. I put my money where my mouth is. Hey, and again, from out. what I played, I was like, you know what? I'm not, I, I'm not even going to force replaying the first. I'm just okay. going to jump in and go because I'm enjoying what I played. But the thing I want to say that I, I, the concern I do have is I love Night School. Yeah. I love their work. But as you said, Oxenfree 2 was kind of broken when it launched. And after Party, I played that around when it launched. It was kind of rough, too. And they're now acquired by Netflix. And I'm like, will this hurt you or will this help you? Will I feel it at all? I'm a little bit, I have Lost Signals drafted. I'm in on Lost Signals. I think it's definitely gonna put points on the board. I don't know if it'll be like high points, like 80 plus, but I am definitely nervous for like me. I'm like, please let this game come out and let it run well. That's yeah. my hope. Um, so we'll see what happens. But that's a little, that's, I mean, the build that we played, I felt like ran totally fine. Me but too. I, I just don't, I'm just crossing my fingers for a smooth launch. Regardless of like, you know, how it's going to shake out in terms of like, where does this land in the pantheon of what Night School brings to the table? Like, you know, it's going to be better than Oxenfree 1. Is it going to be like more like after party? You know, like, I don't know. But uh, like in the art direction, like in the vibe, I'm here for it. Ooh, I see you in the chat. How many negative points would Janet get for kind of picking lines of P? I think I'm going to lose whatever 82 to 84 points is on That'd be 14 Oxenf or 12 points. I think I'm losing 12, 12 to 14. 14 points. I think you're losing at least 15. Good. Bring we'll down that Tears of the Kingdom score. That's outrageous. 35 points on the board for Tears of the Kingdom. Get the and knowing that I could have picked Suicide Squad. Always go with your gut. That was my bad. I messed up. It's funny you talk about um, SGF stories and playing the game wrong. Uh, I had like every press person journalist nightmare where I was playing Cocoon over at the uh, Indie Mega, well not the Indie Mega booth, the Day of the Devs thing or whatever. And I, as soon as I started that game, I was like, yep, this isn't a Greg game. Not that it's bad. But it is just very much like, let's do this puzzle to do the thing to get the stuff. Sure. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I'm playing it, and I'm playing it, and I'm playing it. And then I got to the first boss of the thing. And I mm -hmm. died over and over. And like I had Greg Rice behind me talking to one of the developers. And I know Greg so well. And he was not holding back. I'm like, oh, you're so close there. And I had the headphones on. I'm like, I can hear you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm fucking Damn. this up. And it was just that thing of like, I'm getting in my head. And then I'm picking up the thing to smash on the ground to hurt the boss. But on... The last death, the one I did it, hurt him from afar. So then I did it from afar, and then that didn't hurt him. I just it turned out that I was close enough, but I, I was like, ah, oh, goddamn it! That's you know so what I mean? rough. Also, I'm salty. This isn't coming to PlayStation. It's Switch, PC, Xbox, 
that's it because I, I i was googling this like two seconds ago because i'm like oh my god i would love to talk about cocoon but it's like not a playstation game but yeah i'm sure at some point we'll oh you know well there. just like rogue legacy 2 is ladies and gentlemen i'm just gonna insert news stories that i think are important for you since we're sure. all over the why place not? it's why just not? hanging out keep it, keep it free keep it funky i why can't not? fucking wait ladies and gentlemen if you did not play rogue legacy 2 on xbox or steam deck totally understandable of course you have taste you play on playstation but let me tell you, I'll go into the goddamn gutter to play Rogue Legacy. And I did, and I loved it, and I was like, I can't wait for this to eventually come to PlayStation. It's coming out on June 20th, but the deal gets a bit sweeter, right? Because Rogue Legacy 2 is landing on both the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 on June 20th. What's more, it will be launching straight into the PlayStation Plus game catalog, so extra and premium members can download it straight away and jump in. We're going all out by releasing Rogue Legacy 2 with full cross-buy support for the PS4 and PS5. The game also includes the latest free content updates, the fabled heroes, and Swan Song, which are packed with additional challenges and exciting new game modes. If that wasn't exciting enough, PlayStation fans, let me give you... That was the post about, you know, Rogue Legacy. Here's a post on the PlayStation blog about PS5 game streaming finally arriving. First off, we have very exciting news for PlayStation Plus Premium members. We are currently testing cloud streaming for supported PS5 games. This includes PS5 titles from the PlayStation Plus game catalog and game trials, as well as supported digital PS5 titles that players own. When this feature launches, cloud game streaming for supported PS5 titles will be available for use directly on your PlayStation 5 console. That means, as a premium member, it'll be easier to jump into your favorite games without downloading them first onto your PS5 console. Our goal is to add this as an additional benefit to PlayStation Plus Premium as part of our ongoing efforts to enhance the value of PlayStation Plus. We're in the early stages right now, and we can't wait to share more when it's ready, including the launch frame. Stay tuned. Now, here are some of the, f the games joining the PlayStation Plus cat. Oh, that's that where I mean, we're caught back up. But exciting that you're going to get that, I think, Janet. Of course, streaming... We've seen Xbox go all in on it. We saw Stadia go half in, and that didn't work out well for them. But Xbox, of course, and xCloud, uh, as somebody who remote plays all the time, and of course, is excited at least to try it for Project Q. I think it's dope that you're going to be getting these games streaming. It'll be the PlayStation Plus lineup. And again, PlayStation taking on Xbox, and I think one of the bullet point things they have. But again, Rogue yeah. Legacy 2, which is a PlayStation Plus game, would then be eventually streaming when this launches. Now we just need that quick, quick resume and the ability to play games you paid for already. And there we go. And then it's like, then it's all it. set up. And I guess a couple other things maybe, but you know, like old games old. Don't I, worry about the old part. I know it makes sense though to like, there are obviously appeal points to just having like options for stuff like this. And yeah. clearly they're trying to push for it in the sense that they have this project Q thing, which what's the actual name of it? Does it have an actual project name? Q? That's what it's it is right now. Yeah. That's, that's like a placeholder that they have, right? Like they're going to drop something else. Right. I mean, you know how it is. You later. say it long enough. It becomes the real thing. Mm, I don't know. We're not, we didn't end up project playing the dolphin. Octopath so. Traveler. There it is. Let's drop the project. Now it's a real thing. Q. I would just call what? it the PlayStation RP. PlayStation Remote Play. That's you know what I mean? It sounds too close to RIP. It's a non-sexy name for an already non-sexy device. First off, fuck you. I remote play all the time, Barrett. I'm yeah. excited for this, all right? Rip to the saying, RP? Like, the like headline writes it. itself. Like, looking at that. it? That gorgeous screen shoved in a dual sense? Come on. Again, it's giving um, that that football I told you guys about before. The football with a game inside yeah. of it. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what Project Q looks like it to gives me, me a little bit. Like again, we've talked about this before. It gives me the vibe of like what Andy would like make up in Photoshop yes. when we talk mm -hmm. about like made up PlayStation hardware. Like this is what listen, that looks like. Listen, it's a Wii U gamepad. Listen. I agree with what you're saying, but I also go, man, I love my DualSense, and man, I want a bigger screen than what my phone does, and that does both. And I'm like, let's go. 
it's giving what if we cut the child in half like from that i didn't say we're throwing the bible out but like the yeah, what's bible the bible? story king solomon he was very smart <laughs> yeah you know i don't think we talk about king solomon enough on this show actually. i agree i agree man what a show for blessing to miss but yeah we don't talk I about know, king solomon I enough. Know, but you know tell me some of your other favorite bible stories Jan. No, no. Uh, let me instead <laughs> let me tell you about the indie game i teased you about yes, i said at the top the, the greg here? miller ass game uh barrett this is actually the very bottom uh, in terms of the, the show that we still plan the way we did but we're not doing right we're talking about dordon I am sure I am butchering this oh, for my okay. French wife it, who's watching, yes. French-Canadian okay. wife. Of course, we're talking about D-O-R-D-O-G-N-E. This is that watercolor storybook game that has been in a million different directs, I want to say, and stuff like that. And I remember seeing it be like, oh, this is totally a Greg Miller-ass game, right? It, the the I, Just the look of it, right, of like, okay, cool, it's a watercolor painting come to life. And then the story is, of course... You are an adult. You come back to your grandmother's house after she passes away and you start having memories of a summer you can't remember. And you go through and you choose dialogue and you do this and you you make a scrapbook and you take photo. And it's like, yes, 1000%. This is what me and Janet love to do in video games. And I've said that so many times. And then we get the game and you play the game and you're like, ah, didn't yep. nail it. It wasn't good enough. Blah, 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 blah. This is when I started and literally within the first five minutes, I'm like, oh, I'm all in. Like they are doing what I want them to do in this game. And they do. I've, I rolled credits on it today. Nice. It, they do. It is, it is a recommendation for me, Greg Miller, if you enjoy the narrative games Janet and I right. do. Janet, this is one of those you know, games where I'm telling you, you should go play this if you haven't already. And I want to get what you know about it in a second. Because, yeah, like... It is what we were t we liked about the stories game, right? Of like making the scrapbook and doing the thing. It's not as good yeah. as it was there. Oh, sorry, wasn't? No, I just said yeah. And it's that's the name of the game, right? Story. Season. 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 Sorry, sorry. Uh, making the book there, but like you can't. There's not as many features of like shrinking or enlarging stuff. So you like put a photo down and you put stickers in. And granted, you're like a ten year old girl, so maybe that's part of it what they're doing. But like you're making poems based on the words you found, and it's like I really love the mechanics of what you're doing the story is really touching it's all the stuff that i'm like yes 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 i was unsatisfied when i rolled credits today Damn. I, it, but i it, but it is one of those things i didn't collect every letter i didn't do everything so but then yeah, like but you shouldn't have to i know i know i enjoyed the ride i recommend the game all yada 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 i then of course went to twitter and or uh, google and was like uh, yeah, Dordon explained looking for ending explained <laughs> nobody has it up. you're came googling stuff that like no one's written on and then you end up did you talk to the developers time too did you email them and say like what happened yep okay. I DM'd him I DM'd him my questions of like I get this but I didn't I, you know, I didn't get the trophy for finding all the letters so that's clearly where I'm screwing this up but you find letters like gone home and you do this thing and I did think it was intriguing piecing together what had happened because it's about it's not only about, you know, the death of your grandmother, but it's about, you know, the fracture in your family and all these things. So it is like, what happened and where's this and blah, blah, blah. You find tapes, Janet. You find cassette tapes that they've done of recordings. And it's like these really, I thought, touching moments between family sure. members and stuff. Like, I, I, it doesn't matter that I, I ended and be like, man, I don't fully grasp what happened. I, don't, I still have questions. Like, the sad part is it is one of those indie games that it has a platinum trophy. Great. But it doesn't have a chapter select. Like, nobody told them that was a good thing to add. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, well, I don't have time to replay this game. I'm like, I'm, game. Yeah, I'm not going to go all the way through and figure out what I missed. I will look for other people to get to it. Yeah, Barrett's got my trophy. Uh, there's one in there, I guess. But it, it, there's one in there. If you, look at the, if you look at the trophies, there's one in there that's like a story spoiler. But it would be like, I, I was like, oh, well, I'm waiting for this. And I definitely thought it was going to go a different way. And it doesn't go the way I thought it was. Sure, so sure. don't worry about it if you see it. 
I enjoyed myself quite a bit with this. This is one I want you to play, Janet. Have you heard of okay. this? Uh, what you? I have barely. So this is so fun. Also, how long is it? I had seen somewhere when I started it, somebody say five hours. Okay. I think that might have been dev math on it if you went and somehow find everything. And I thought I was being pretty thorough because sure. you're walking around, you're finding different words that you can then write poems about. You're finding different stickers to put in your journal. I didn't find all of them, obviously. Uh, I did it in two sittings. So I played it yesterday in the okay. afternoon and today uh, early mo- or late morning into bad. the afternoon. So it's, it's two sessions, which probably could be one if you were just like mainlining, mainlining. But I don't think it's outrageous. It's, I would probably clock it more at like four. But like, again, okay. I, I, I got to the end of it with four hours and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who's this no, guy compared yeah, to that I, guy? What's oh going my on? God. So many, sticking the ending is so hard. And that's why like, you know, I'm such a firm believer that you can review anything how you see fit as long as you disclose it to your audience. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I hate to admit, there's something to be said about finishing a game. Like you do see, it sometimes does hit different. Like yeah. there are a lot of games where I'm like, oh my God, is this like the best thing ever? And then it's like, it's a little bit less than that. It's like, and that's yeah, what sucks just, is like, when I'm doing it, I wasn't expecting this to be like, oh, this is going to be my top five of the year. Sure. But I was like, oh, they are getting it all so right, so right, so right. And then I really do feel like th- towards the end, they introduced a new character. And I was like, oh, no. And then it became a lot more about that character. And then it ended. And I was like, this is all very an abrupt ending that I wish we didn't do. So it's a little bit less. It's not as cold oh, as it should be, the Corona. Well, I, I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, we're opening, we're opening the non-alcoholic Corona here on Janet's I left, it, you know, Bear, I brought it around the same time. It's been like how long, like an hour, 30 minutes. It's been enough time that's not like cold, cold yet anymore. But it tastes honestly very similar to a regular Corona. This is this is definitely worth, I think, a check out if you like Corona beer. Because it tastes really similar. And I'm kind of surprised at how similar it tastes. Jen's a big non-alcoholic taste- beer person, too. Like, she likes those a lot. She usually does Almanac, which I think is a... Okay, yeah. Like, hit me with your, like, you know, y'all can text me. People can at me on Twitter, whatever. Like, let me know what y'all vibe with. There's a couple of brands, too, that people are like, this is really good. And I'm like, mm, one of the ones I didn't like, but I'll try, like, a different skew and stuff. But, yeah, that was that was pretty accurate to what a Corona is like. Um, back to this game, Dor- Dorgon? I call Dordogon? it, the way they pronounce it in one of the things is Dordon. Dordon. It's French. Dordon. This is a town in uh rural sure. france this is a french game or whatever as yeah, you saw yeah. from the trailer i believe i guess i can throw it up i shouldn't say i believe the developer's name is like yeah, yeah. Un je it's, sais quoi, yeah, it's, yeah i see it i'm looking stinger right now it's it's un je sais quoi. Un je sais quoi. Un, and un je sais quoi. well for the publisher the developer is uh them combined with uh um anime um animation and they like, developed and, and, uh, but that's like the parent group that owns sure yeah un, you know it's always like which way, but, but the publisher quoi. is them and focus entertainment so they kind of have like a, a partner for the dev and a partner for the publisher again anyway but this game interestingly enough like when you were talking about this and like i saw the b-roll like pulled up on the show right now i'm like oh didn't this come out like forever ago because i think i was like mixing it out up with a bunch of different games that kind of have similar yeah. styles but no it's it's this your game it's like a few days ago game yeah this week um yeah, so like, shout out to you for just di- di- digging back in. I'm like, I've just been sitting. Like, I haven't been Oh, doing man. This I came back though, and it was like right on the Diablo oh, grind. Yeah. We are so into it. Thank you, Barry. This is, I oh, saw this got something page, to say, briefly. Uh, when I opened the cap, it like kind of spilled over. So it's not like a full beer. So I apologize for all the fizz at the top. I can never wow. be mad at you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want me to take this one? No, nah, I got oh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, okay. This is like right there with like the. I said I wanted to hang out with Jan and have a beer. All right. Of them eating the hot dog or before going to the store because it said no food. And he's like, it's okay. I'm just going to run and get batteries. He's like, no, give, <laughs> give me a second. Just give me a couple of seconds. I can do that. Um, this game looks cool. I'm down for it. 
your wreck. I'll go with it. I, again, we've been through, we've been in the in the trenches together with these random indie story games. We have. Like I'll never forget. Oh my god! Even though I just forgot the name, you know what game I'm talking I about. I know exactly. I was wanted to make the same yes. reference. Yes, we're the heart leads. We're, we're the, the heart, heart leads. leads. It's where the heart leads had more of an impact on me than some of your favorite games, and I didn't even really like that game that much. It's just like these things hit different. So I'm down to follow you into the sun on this one. Why not? It looks cool. Fairly short. I'll check it out. And yeah, this funny enough, this did come across my for you page like yesterday, and I kind of was like, oh, cool. Like some, a lot of times I see like cool indie stuff. You know, I, I follow like wholesome games on TikTok sure. and a few other like cozy game creators and stuff like that. It's, see, that's where it falls in for me. Oh my god, I forgot the name. I remembered it. It's where the heart leads, and that is not an easy name to remember because it's not very memorable sounding. But yeah, that's, that's one of the things mind. that I find. Uh, back to my point of like, there are so many indie games I love the premise of, the concept oh, yeah. of, and then I get there and it just doesn't work. And I'm not even throwing shade at where the heart leads, which I feel is one that didn't like didn't d deliver period like we just didn't enjoy that game but we stuck right. with it like because we were halfway through the bad sandwich we're just gonna eat the whole sandwich <laughs> but i think a lot of like lake like uh meg turney had a really funny oh dude. man you didn't like lake she, it's not no no stick with me meg okay. turney had a really funny thing today uh about lake uh she did a cosplay stream for it and sure. so she came in and like a she she made a little mail truck like a tiny wheel thing and came out in a mailman jacket and stuff and i thought that was hilarious but it's like i Love the idea of Lake. I love what I've played. I love what I've played of Lake. But what I've played okay. of Lake is still like the first three days or whatever, or the first like like three. And it just gets to a point where I'm like still just delivering mail, and I'm like, damn, I love this concept, but it's still not enough game for me. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? Like it's that. What, what about Blockbuster Girlfriend? You don't like Blockbuster Girlfriend? I do, dude. Dude, that is like the one thing about that game where I'm like, sometimes I want to go back. I'm like, why was she so bent out of shape that day? Yeah, one day yeah, you show up and she's a blockbuster. She's a total go, jerk. Legally distinct blockbuster. Yeah, like um, blockbuster girlfriend. That's uh, the character has a name that isn't blockbuster girlfriend. Yeah, 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 I don't remember yeah, yeah. her name. It's also she not blockbuster. Carried. They go out of their way to do a bunch of things where yeah, it's yeah. like, uh huh, you know, Le it's ghost chasers distinct, or whatever. Exactly, legally distinct, not blockbuster. But in my stream, that was Blockbuster Girlfriend, and I had, we had a great time together. Even though, yeah, we got we got the, the there's beef and there's drama in that game. So like, stick with it. I don't think it's gonna like you know it's not gone home, right? It's not like yeah. that next level. But it's like it's like it's kind of like mac and cheese. Like it could be a meal, but it's really more of a side. But depending on how you eat it, it could be a meal. That, that's lake. It's like a good bowl of macaroni and cheese, and I love macaroni and cheese. I, I do love mac you. and cheese, and it's that thing where it's like when they put up plushies for lake i sure. almost bought one and i was like i can't i'm first off the, i don't need another plushie and secondly the, i'd be disingenuous of being like i really love this game that i've never finished is, is so real because like people were tagging me and i don't mind y'all tagging me because like i've it's cool that you guys know my taste enough to like tag me and stuff that i would want to buy as much as my budget's like i don't really got space for this <laughs> but i still i'm waiting on getting that i want that damn chicory dog like they have that you get color on them and stuff i'm like <sighs> you know there's a lot of good merch for indie stuff. There's a lot of great merch for stuff. But yeah, yeah. I kind of want. Was the was the lake one though a plush of the woman from Lake or the mailbox? The mail, mail truck. truck. It was the mail truck. What about blockbuster? See, it was smart because that's what I want. That's what I want. I want and, the blood mail truck. And see, anyway. what was sad about it though is that they did it and they didn't hit their fun. They didn't like do enough, so they didn't even get to do it. Oh. And I hit him up and I was like, I'm so sorry. And like, you know, we'll try again later. I'm like, okay. Damn, man. Yeah. Madeline Wait, Stanley, gets, Madeline Stanley, of course, shout out from the JW Marriott bar, uh, is here and says, yeah, I abandoned Lake because the start was so, so slow. And again, it's like, I have positive memories about it, but I was just like, you know what? I don't, I'm not, 
I want to know why Blockbuster Girlfriend's mad, but I'm not like so intrigued. I need to go. More. Here's the thing, I, and I understand like Madeline saying it's slow because it, it's Lake is a is a game that I think resonates best with. And I, I'm this person, so that's why it works for me. Sure, like it resonates best with people who like. Do you love narrative stories? with um a dating undertone yeah that also and did you also love driving the ambulance in grand theft auto i got a game for you and it's called lake like that's <laughs> that's like because it is slow you're just driving the little truck but like i love doing that in games and like when i played gta like when we were did like the old gta review of like the games they messed up that they put on one fake disc because it's digital now you know you know what i mean yeah, yeah like the little collection i was like look is this game broken yes do they mess with the windows yes but it still hits to drive the ambulance around. You know, I still like being the taxi driver. Like that's all, you know, and that's Lake. Lake lets me that's do accurate. that, but it's a mail truck. That's accurate. And I love mail. So it's like, the, I, it was fun. This is the but same I thing I worry about. I like in my core worry about, right? Is that when I left Lake, it's cause it came to Xbox first. And I was like, mm -hmm. I burned out. I'm like, or it didn't burn out. It's, it's, you know how our jobs are too. There's always the next yeah, thing you have to go play for a podcast or whatever. Sure. And I was like, you know what? This is a little bit longer. It's a little bit slower. When it comes to PlayStation, that's when I'll really get in and I'll roll credits. Came to PlayStation, the exact same thing happened. I think I made it just a little bit further and I put it down. In the same vein, even though I think it's more of a game, Moon Glow Bay. Moon Glow Bay launched during paternity leave. I played it on Xbox and I eventually put it down. I was like, this is like this is legitimately great. I think these sure. are some of the best cooking mini games I've ever had. I'm intrigued by the story. I love doing the town, yada, yada, yada. Then I got a Steam Deck and I was like, oh, it works on this. I'm going to buy it on, I bought it, put it on Steam Deck, played more, but stopped again. And now in my head, I'm like, I could go back because I do think Moon Glow, Moon Glow Bay is a great game, but I'm like, one day, just like fucking Vampire Survivors, where I put out that fucking video the other day about Rogue Legacy 2 finally came to PlayStation. Vampire Survivors, you're next. Now, Moon Glow Bay, you are next as well. Like, you're eventually you're like coming call, to PlayStation. Calling your shot. You can't see it coming from a mile away, which is nice because it's like, yeah, I want more good indies on PlayStation. I think, obviously, there's a whole sector of PlayStation indies and like a team that pushes for that. So I don't want to discount that work. But at the same time, you know, I look across the aisle and some people are having a little more fun than me who are you know as far as the indie stuff so i definitely want to see that come through um moon glow bay which is hard to say hard to say, hard to yes. say. <laughs> it's it's, i'm not that drunk yet i just want that clear on the record <laughs> yeah and like, i'm not drinking it at all i just that's also why i'm like i don't need a drink i'm already there i've been there for like days like i'm good to go let's go now it's ready now it's you i know, was so um, hung over day two of sgf what okay hold so two things to say. Moon Glow Bay, best game I don't care about. I don't know what it is about the game. I can't get myself to care about it. It's so good, and I'm going to try again, but I don't know what it is. Some, something's in the Moon Glow Bay water. Here's what I'll say. When it comes to PlayStation, I'll platinum it. Moon Glow Bay, if you're watching, I'll platinum you when you get to PlayStation. Because, again, I love everything that's happening under the hood. I it's just put it down. It's a game. Like, I recommend it for someone that isn't me because something in me is wrong. But back to the hangover thing. So, <laughs> you know... And you know, I'm gonna go through like my like calendar and then I'd like to know your guys' calendar because you guys have like a wonky calendar because you're like, you're coming in hot and you're leaving hot yeah. and you're there and you're still burning and like it's a whole thing. I was at um, Summer Game Fest on behalf of MinMax. So I went, I, well, I live here already. So oh, I'm already here, that's great. My coworkers came in on Wednesday and we also had to do a vlog. Like the, and the vlog was really hammed up because like we like one of our Patreon goals was like tied to like the Nintendo world. So like we always do vlogs, but this vlog was like had more weight to it because it's like people paid especially for this vlog. So I was like, hey, let's do some vlog content in and out at night, arcade, you know, went around one, whatever. 
that was the first night to, for me. So it's like the, it tells you it's day zero, but whatever. To me, that was like kind of the first night sure. before we had to work, but like they were there. Then the next day was like um, Summer Game Fest, like the showcase that like would just like world premiere, like that thing. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, cool. Let's go to Santa Monica because we want to see the beach. We did that. We ate. We were going to go to the mix, but the mix got canceled. Yeah. And then so instead I'm like, well, I want to still like, I got to get out there. I got, you know, it's once, once a year kind of thing. Let me go to the JW, hang out with people. Have some you don't go drinks. during Game Awards? I went, yeah, I went during Game Awards, okay. but it's, it's still not the same. Cause like the people were like, it's such a bigger event, like for multiple days that like, you'll see different people each day. It's fair, also like fair, fair, fair. less of a tight crowd. Cause like Game Awards, JW, it's like, it is people you know, but it's also like a bunch of people you don't like, which is also good. Cause then you can meet more people. But at the same time, it's like, you know, there's teams celebrating with their team. It's like, I don't crash your celebrating. There's people there that are that lost, you know, they, they might be a little bit bumped. You so don't the energy's, the energy's a little bit, I'm again, like, yeah, no, no sad people here. The energy's a little bit different though. It's like a different crowd. You know, there's like voice actors who like, I'm like, oh, should I say, how do you, you're kind of like doing your thing. It's just like a different vibe for JW at the end of game awards. So like, this is kind of different. Um, so anyway, and also not everyone gets invited to that. Like there's way more people invited to SGF. I think that I know than like game awards sure. where it's like you kind of need like a different angle of clout because it's not like content you're not like i mean you may make some content off game awards but it's not like you're going to cover game awards you're going to like look pretty and like stand there yeah um so i, I drank a bit and i had a an internal <laughs> so for me one to two beers i can do that any day six ways to sunday all the time love alcohol love to, love to have beer cool three to four beers now we're getting like more of a buzz vibe and after four, it's like, that's when we start to like, that could be a danger zone. So sure. that's like, I got that internalized. I got that down packed. I've been drinking for years. I know what to do. So I don't, I don't think I drink too many drinks, especially that first night. I really think I maybe had, I don't know, two or three, like nothing crazy at all. The next day I woke up and I'm like, I'm not in fighting form. Like the, con, I'm like, I guess the con of drinking less as you get old enough to be like, you know what? I don't want to be drinking all the time. Is your less, you're a little out of shape. So yeah. I woke up like yeah. day two for me. And I, I was feeling it. I was like, I didn't want to have to pull this out of my pocket so early. But, and I think I even had like, you know, the, uh, the freaking liquid IV. I've been, I'm like, I know I'm gonna drink the liquid IVs every night. I'm doing that already. But I woke up the next day and I'm like, I'm gonna get that. That's why like, you're like, oh, why are you here? You're like kind of shaking. And I'm like, I'm just tired. I had an aspirin. I went, I came downtown from where I live in the San Fernando Valley. And that's like a 15, 30 minute drive in, an, in a lift going a million miles an hour. Yeah, that's man, rickety man, as man, all man. hell. I'm, I'm getting car sick in the car because I'm prone to getting car sick. I get out and I'm like deeply inhaling the fresh air of SGF. I'm like, don't put me in that room right now. I just, I haven't had coffee yet. My colleagues came with their coffees. I was like, hey, so just, just fuck me for the coffee then, right? They're like, oh man, I didn't even think about it. I was like, I don't want to hear your sad story. I'm going to go <laughs> get my coffee. So, you know, and then every other day was like pretty much fine, except for like, I think the universal day, which for us was on Monday. That day I was feeling it just from the, the weight of all of it and then just the you know losing my voice and stuff like that but yeah a lot of the other days i a lot of the other days i drank way more than i did that second day because i only had like two or three drinks that day but but the, it hit so hard that second day so what was what was your schedule what was your second day what was in that second day water sure so know. we came in on on thursday is it the late. same thing that's in the moon glow bay water that makes it so that the game just doesn't click i don't know well no 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 the game clicks fine it's just that i you know i missed it, it i was it wasn't i i it's wasn't giving, on Okay, it's giving like you not know, seen in oceans where it's like, does he make you laugh? He doesn't make me cry. And like Moon Globe doesn't make me cry, but I'm not in love, you know? See, like, that's Lake. It. That is Lake. That's Lake. Okay. Where I think Moon Globe, what cards got stacked against it were number one, 
it came out when I wasn't working. So like I couldn't, sure. I wasn't able to talk about it on a podcast, so I couldn't justify it. And then I got a Steam Deck and I played it and I was like, this is great on Steam Deck, but I can say that it's great on Steam Deck and I, then I can talk about the Steam Deck. I'm not talking about the game. Sure. And so that was the thing of then I got caught up in the next review. Again, Moonglow Bay when it comes to Now Joey's in the chat saying, God, I loved Lake. I'm not, I loved Lake yeah, too. Joey. That's the problem. I was not compelled to finish Lake for some reason. Joey, you came in late, Joey. Go keep talking to Ben Starr. We don't have time for this right now. Anyways, what was the question? Oh, my day two. Day two. So Thursday we came in one? super late. So we, I, I, I was like, I'm not gonna about to go out and get fucked up. The kids went sure. to the Hundred Thieves party or whatever, and they were out mm-hmm. for like all hours of the night. I would not. Like, I don't even think they got like wasted. I just think they were out to like three in the morning. And I'm like, I would have been garbage for all my demos if I was just out, not even drinking. Yeah. So Friday is what got me. Friday we did that first day. It's awesome. It's celebratory. I was. I've been telling everybody of like when they talk to me about it, like it's. I'm not, you're, you're this deep into PS. I love you. You probably know who we are and what we do. Right. So it's like, I'm not, a, I am not a conceited person and I don't think about how awesome life is and how many amazing things kind of funny and Greg Miller do. So it's just like, Oh, this, this is what I do. This is my job. This is my life. So like Friday was that thing of everybody coming up and me like, congratulations. And I was like, what about, and they're like, you're a w, you're on the WWE show. You're in the that was the day the WWE card dropped. They were like, oh the oh, yeah. fu- the studio. Oh my god, your blessing in the blessing show. Mike in the and I was like, oh my god, right. I haven't seen people in a year, and a lot's changed in a year in terms of everything that's happened. So For Friday sure. was like, it was just constant positive slime from Ghostbusters too. I was just fucking on another level of hype. Everything's great, and then we went to Giant Bomb, and when Jeff Grubb had reached out to book us for Giant Bomb, I was like, listen, we get in too late to come Thursday. Saturday's the Xbox mixer and we go home first thing Sunday. So like Friday's your night. If you want us, we'll do whatever you want. And he's like, all right, cool. I'll space you guys all out. So me and Tim were the first segment. Then it was blessing and Andy. And then it was Mike closing out the show. And there's still other segments in between those. Sure. And so I had told him ahead of time, I'm like, I'm like, cool. I'm just going to come and we'll just be there all night long. Kind of funny. Let's come party there all night long. And he's like, awesome. And so I, I, I was talking to like Lucy or whatever that morning on Friday. I was like, we're going to bring beer. And he's like, Oh no, we, ha- we have a bartender. And I was like, Oh, Okay, and so I showed up, and I was just drinking beers as fast as they could serve mm-hmm. them to me. You know what I mean? And like I, I start, and I was like, I'll do Coronas, I'll do Bud Lights or whatever. I will it was. say, can I like interject something? And this isn't like a you know you like when you came through for wings. Like I had some beers like set up. I think I already had maybe like extra beer in my room already that I just like had. In, on when hand. I came for wings at your house, not at yes. SGF, a long time. Yes, at, at my house, like way. Well, I don't even know why were you in town. I don't remember why you were in town, but you were there and you came for wings. Like Nothing did so too, but separately. Maybe I don't know if it was Game Awards, but I think it might have been. A, it must have been a gig or a demo or no, something. No, it was Game Awards because I think you're in the vlog eating the wings at my house okay, for the Game Awards on New Mexico. Okay. everybody. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Even though, does that go anywhere? I don't know. Does then it? Get on that. If it doesn't, does it? Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Chat be cool. Chat be cool. Minmax.com doesn't go anywhere. We're buying it and directing it to kind of funny. No, it goes. It goes to their site. They have Minmax.com. That would be so funny. They do have one. They do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Thank God. You're on the front page. What is Minmax? There you are. Oh, great. Yes. Minmax. I was like, so scared for a second. I'm like, God, is that a website? Um, yeah. Like when you came through, like you drank really fast and it's, you also are like eight feet taller than me. So like, I just forget that, like what it's like up there when you can drink beers. So when you say like, oh, I was pounding them back, I was like, yeah, like you, I feel like you could take a 15 pack all day, all IPA and it was yeah. a lot, low ABV beer yeah. and just, and just be done with it in like two hours. Yeah. That's, I am, you know, I'm driving home tonight. Like when we finish this show. So I am slowing sure. down here on the second beer, right? Where I'm like, oh, two sounds about right. That's where I'll stop tonight. Yeah, I spilled that beer on purpose a little bit, you know? 
Barrett always man, looking out for I'm me. All, I appreciate that. Always looking out for you, man. I wish I could have fucking drank my ass off with you all night for uh, that. Friday. Giant bomb. Yeah, that's it was fun. great. Yeah. That's why. But it was then I got home and it was like I did the same thing. Just stumble onto stage. Shove a bunch of liquid IV in this. Chug it. Do all that stuff on. And I woke up and I was like, oh, it like. This is not a top 10 hangover. I just woke up and I was like, sure. oh, okay, I'm going to keep sleeping. And uh, I eventually got up. I got ready. We got in a car. The Uber driver wanted to talk about uh, Top Shot because when he found out we were in video games, he's like, oh, I played the fucking golf game with the ball. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And we talked about that for a little bit. Sure. And then we got there and I went and took my first demo. It was Little Kitty Big City. Man, I, how was that? It was good. So was it PlayStation? So, huh? Is it a PlayStation game? It is a PlayStation game. Yeah, okay, little, great. Little, How yeah. was that? It was I mean, great. Don't tell me uh, I mean, uh, yes. you know, full disclosure, it's a Pop Agenda represented game. So, of course, yeah. my wife works at Pop Agenda, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but no, uh, and they're, if you don't know their PR, they're not making the game. They just help people publish their games. Anyways, though, it was great. Uh, it's part, of course, of our SG, or not our SGF, uh, GDC showcase if you want to see it. But it, honestly, playing it is what I wanted Stray to be, where it is like, it's a cartoon wow. cat simulator, but it's a cat okay. simulator, right? So it is, you know, how do you jump up? You look at the thing. You're like, I got to get up there and get the shiny. So you're like, okay. You start making the jump as a cat. You get up there. And then it's like, okay, cool. You got to bat things down. And like, I think it's right trigger is the, your right paw and your left trigger. It's like, you knock the shit down. And like, you meet a crow who wants this. And you meet a thing that wants that. And you got to figure out how you're going to get these birds. But you need to get um, bread to bait the birds. So you got to okay, run cool. in. So a little, a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, Untitled Goose Game, but less mean. Your cat. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Okay, cool. Yeah, and so oh, I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Like, I, I appreciate what's going on here. I, I, I am enjoying this, and like, the cat's got a personality and is talking. It's like, it's a fun indie game, and I think it's cute. And I, I was like, I'm looking forward to this. This is a, sure, a sure. cat game I'd like to play. Anyways, though, I finished that demo, and I was like, thank you very much. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I have to get outside. And it wasn't that I was gonna puke oh, or yeah. anything, but I was just like, I think my problem was I came in, hadn't drank enough water in the morning, and went right mm -hmm. to a coffee. And it was like, mm. kick, 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 and I went outside and I was, I had, I had eaten like a breakfast burrito from Starbucks like an hour before, but I still ordered from the Suvlaka truck or whatever. I'm like, I need to eat. I need something else right now. That's a little bit more greasy or something like that to that's, get in that's there. That's why I got in line for that, that bad pizza. I knew that pizza would be bad when I got in the line, but I'm like, you know, it would hit right now. Something kind of disgusting. And yeah. I, that's why like, day one Friday, I'm like, that pizza did exactly what I need to do. It looks terrible. Instagrammed it on our stories. I'm like, I, it looks terrible. It was terrible, but you know what? It had it played a role and it played its role well. So like, there you go. But yeah, I don't know what it was. I think it was just also acclimating to the all of everything. Like it, it's was a fantastic couple days of SGF and also like surrounding SGF stuff. But it also was like a lot to put oneself through. You know, it's a little oh, bit sure. strenuous. So it's like. And it's funny because little things would happen. You know, I lost my voice and we had um, Leo Vader got a little bit sick at, on one of the days, like a weird stomach. He wasn't even drinking. Like it was just, you know, something went down and we're like, it's one of those things where if you're ever not feeling well, it's so funny to even think about what it could be. It's like, what could it be? Is it the working like eight hours and then staying up all day and not sleeping at night and then waking up again and being in a, a thousand different cars with a thousand different drivers going a million miles an hour? <laughs> could it be the 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 Frito pie we ate at the Xbox Fan Fest? Was, did that not sit right? It's like, yeah, there's... All of these there's are plausible reasons I would feel like garbage right now. I know. And you try to like fight. And I think my team and myself like did a good job fighting things off. Like I think our water consumption was really good. I was drinking like an airborne every morning i was drinking the liquid ivs every night like I, you know it was as good as it could be for my first go next year definitely trying to yell less definitely trying to drink some throw coat get ahead of it here's but, the thing or you just get in and this is going to sound insulting but stick sure. with me you get in shouting shape 
Because it was the I thing was, that when I, I started saying, like, using I the gr- like vocal trainings or something. I'm like, a loud guy. Look, I've know? always been a loud guy. It's why I'm deaf. I was an antler in college. I screamed at basketball games. Yada, yada, yada. But okay. it was that thing I was never used to consistently. And I would go to an E3. I would go to a Comic-Con. And by that day three, my voice would be failing. But eventually, okay. I just beat it out of my fucking vocal cords. And look at me now. I also, can scream all day. Also, warm-ups go a long way. Rubber baby bubble, right. bubble, rubber baby bubble. Yeah, I'm going to, like, I want to just work on that. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's not literally my fault. But it's like, okay, well, how can I help prevent this better? Whether that's just, like, training up on it. DG like, Mayer says, whatever. Janet, your voice is actually sounding better as the show goes on. See, you're getting loose. I appreciate loose. it. I appreciate yeah. you going to Vocal Warmups, which was the MinMax podcast, to come here and do this yeah. podcast, which, <laughs> yeah, of course, is supported by you show. on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny. Over on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny, you, of course, can be watching live just like Cameron, DG, Madeline, being part of the show and hanging out with us. You could get each and every podcast early, watch it live as we record it, get it ad-free, and, of course, get dozens and dozens. And if you've never supported before, hundreds and hundreds of exclusive shows only on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny. You keep the mics and lights on. But guess what? You currently are not patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think that they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 plus. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each and every month on subscriptions that you don't even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money and it can help you too. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finance in one place and automatically can help you categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time. So stop throwing your money away. You can cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Janet, 
since you were right. last on. Since you've been gone. I can't breathe for, for the, the first, first time. time. A little game called Spider-Man <laughs> 2 was revealed. Yeah. Not only revealed, gameplay shown, a huge demo, Craven, uh, you know, a symbiote suit, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we found out, of course, it's coming October 20th, which those two things did not happen on the same day, believe it or not. We saw a collector's edition get announced. Uh, we had all sorts of information. We found out that, of course, the story will switch us between Miles and Peter as it sees fit. In the open world, we'll be able to do it. There will be one skill tree shared by both Spider-Men. There will be individual skill... What... I haven't talked to you at all, period, at all, about yeah. Spider-Man 2. Based on all the information we've gotten, how are you feeling about it? I feel excited to check out, especially, like, the, like, weird Venom stuff. I Venom. think it's going to be the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, I, it was great seeing the gameplay. It, it showed the way I expected it to based on, you know, we've been through this before, right? It's not our first rodeo looking at a Spider-Man game before it comes out in the modern era, you know, that post, like, PS4 2018 kind of time. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's going to, you know, we kind of talked about it a lot on our predictions episode, right? I'm like, it's going to hit. They're going to have this big, like, cool set piece that is similar to that the bridge thing or whatever. Um, I think it is kind of funny that we are sort of, and we've been here for a while, a little bit in that era where, like, but this time you also play as this other person. It's very much, like, a talking point of many games. You know, we had that with, like, it's kind of weird because, like, some of those things are, like, this is the first time we've had, not the first time, but this is one of the times we have it where it's now just told to us ahead of time and not a surprise, I guess. Sure. I, we're entering the two-character protagonist, but it's not a spoiler territory of sure. this because we've had the spoiler versions of that a lot. Uh, now we have this. You know, Alan Wake 2 also has, like, a two-protagonist kind of thing. Um, you know, hopefully it'll be, like, double the people, double the fun. I don't really know. I like the idea of uh, some aspects of things being shared. And I'm, I'm excited to play it, you know? I feel like there's enough fresh stuff there that it's going to be exciting in its own way. Um, that's what, how I hope to feel about it. I think I'm kind of getting a little bit hotter on the idea of this Spider-Man 2 now that I'm digging more into um, Spider-Man Miles Morales and really starting to appreciate the nuances of that combat there. So, sure. um, yeah, I'm excited for this. I did feel like the reveal of the big gameplay thing at PlayStation Showcase was a bit long in the tooth at a certain point really? i was like yeah i was like you know it all looks great but i'm kind of like i think too in general and you guys talked about it already it was not the best showcase either yeah. so it was kind of like all right like i could take i could i could lose some of this stuff the flying stuff though was super cool Look, yeah um, if you're an audio oh, listener yeah. watching the demo right now as it goes and yeah we just went through the miles flying like everything in it looked cool but it was just a long amount of time you know i think it was even ahead of the long time i predicted which was like i think i predicted like six minutes or something it might have been longer than that so Barrett, how long um, is this? I'm not sure. This yeah. is 12 and yeah. a half minutes. That's yeah. so long. Come on. That's like a really long time. And that's with the, the Craven stuff at the very beginning as well. Yeah. Sure. And like, if this was, and again, it's kind of funny to be like, well, I, I know there are fans that appreciate that kind of detail. And I'm not saying that's, that that kind of detail isn't appropriate. Of course. But that's the kind of detail I normally see in something closer to like a Spider-Man Direct or something where you make that even just like a smidge longer just to like add it. And that's when you throw in maybe the extra stuff. So, well, I mean, back to what you I'm said and it. what we've talked about on this very show, right? When we did our post show reactions, it was the fact that I think it was a disappointing showcase. And so like yeah. this was it for, you know, a lot of intents and purposes, it was a Spider-Man direct, right? It was going to be like, this is the big cannon. This is the big gun yeah. we're bringing out. Let's let it, let's let it ride. And I think there is something to it of like, you need to show that not only is it not just Spider-Man again, it is yes. that Peter and Miles feel different. This looks better. This is X, Y, and Z. It's built from the ground up for PlayStation, et cetera, so on. Like, or PlayStation 5. Uh, and I think they did that. Like, I, 
still look at it and I'm like, okay, cool. I can't wait. You know, I got a, uh, I made a point on my, uh, Alan Wake preview that I put up on TikTok and the kind of funny socials to say, Alan Wake 2 is now my most anticipated game. I'm sorry, Spider-Man, you better bring it. And I did get uh, uh, a few people from Insomniac hitting me up privately being like, oh, really? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I can't fucking wait. Are you kidding me? More Spider-Man, Black Suit, Venom, Crave. Like, I can't wait. But even this demo, it's like, cool. This looks like that. I think we, we did our whole predictions and what we talked about what the gameplay would look like. And this is what the gameplay looks like, which... Yeah, I, there's a great thing I've been sending around because I, I, it's what we say all the time, but it was a Jerry Seinfeld bit of him talking to another comedian from Comedians Getting Coffee, right? Sure. And it was the thing of like, it was good. It didn't blow me away. And he's like, why does everybody want to be blown away? Suddenly that's a negative if you're not blown away. And they mm -hmm. do a whole thing about it. But it's like, yeah. it is that idea of like, people expect to see stuff they've never seen before. And I look at this and I'm like, this looks awesome, but this doesn't look like... I've never played a Spider-Man game before. And like, yeah. that's good and bad, right? Where it's like, I can't fucking wait. I love Spider-Man games. But even, you know, Yuri's performance being influenced by the black suit and being more angry and stuff. It's like, yeah, I've seen that. I know what that, I know what that's going to be like. And like for them, you know, what gets exciting for me is they were talking, you know, in the many interviews uh, with Jeff and like the comments that have come here and there and little things of like, you know, the fact that they wanted to do something different here that's never been seen before. Their Venom is not Eddie yes. Brock. So... There has been conversations. Is that Craven? Is that Miles? And like, blah, blah. And it's like, well, that's happened. It's like, yeah, yeah. But like, what does that mean to Insomniac that's never been seen before? Which leads me to a question, Janet. Josh Koopstra wrote in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y just like you can and says, I mean, I, spoilers, I guess, for Spider-Man. And you can leave it up there because it's a Spider-Man question. In the way Insomniac hid Doc Ock from the Spider-Man 2018 marketing, do you think they are hiding what will end up being a major part of the Spider-Man 2 story? Or is it really just going to focus on Venom slash the symbiote and Kraven? Janet, do I you think, think there's more going on under the hood? Yeah, I think for sure. <clears throat> and my kind of hint at that is when we watch the um, SGF, like, is it called just SGF Showcase? What is the name for that stream? I don't want to... I want to. I think it's a showcase. Right. Summer Game Fest showcase. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the branding gets a little. Uh, was it Summer Game Fest Live? Was that what they call it? Maybe. No, that's Opening Night Live. Oh. Okay. See, here's the thing. The name needs to be better because I don't know what it is. <laughs> it feels like it should be intuitive. But <laughs> hey, you're saying know... Summer Game Fest showcase over and over again. That's or Summer Game Fest. That's all they care about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And like you know. Anyway, but. The, what are, the thing where a digital showcase what they called it yeah. the, the thing when nicholas cage was at right yeah. when we were looking at that and they showed the key art and they gave the release date like one, th one of the questions was like oh like will it just be kind of like that question like, will it just be that or is there more and they're like there's more there's a lot of stuff but we don't want to say what it is of course so i definitely th i definitely think it'll be pretty loaded up um whether or not those things will have a narrative payoff that feels super significant remains to be seen but yeah, I think there'll definitely be like more, there'll be some twists and things. And I'm looking forward to them kind of carving their own way a little bit, um, you know, with it being their own like take on Venom or, or not take on Venom, but you know, their own thing. That's what they said. But back to your point with the like, so that's my answer to the question. And then back to your point with the anticipation where it's like Outlook 2 versus Spider-Man 2, which is such a weird comparison because they're very different games. But there's also that thing where, and I love Spider-Man a lot and Spider-Man I think is, at least for the cell like very easily a better game than like horizon like i see horizon but i think spider-man's a better franchise like the games are better like yeah. however much like the complaint a lot of people lobby against horizon like it's almost like it's, it's a they're fantastic games they're incredibly well made like looking at the footage that's up that bear has up now like wow the set pieces are just so 
beautiful. It's so impressive what they pulled off. And yet, you kind of lose a little bit with how rounded the edges are, too. You know? It's like, am I going to get something? I would love for this game to have something that we can debate on whether or not it's good or that we like sure. it. Sure. Something that's a little bit more... Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, something that's a little bit more daring and spicy. And, like, I don't need to be, like, something so, like, debatably bad that it kind of, like, low-key sucks. But it's so agreeable that i think it does i think it's kind of almost like what keeps it from that extra height is like it's it's like i need a little bit of edge here something that like that that i walk away with other than like the polish and the fun none of the polish and the fun isn't good like this is going to be an eight if not a nine easy easy money on that yeah, easy, you know yeah. it's going to be a great time and i'm really excited to play it like i like playing every spider-man game but that's kind of the thing i sort of find myself desiring from it and like for this case will be the narrative it it, is possible um but yeah i'm looking forward to this i hope spider-man and miles beat the shit out of each other at one point in this game that's what a hundred percent you know that's gonna happen i've been predicting that since day one yeah that that, that, that's one of my theories uh just like been thinking about it of like i think we're gonna get the traditional peter has the black suit then it gets too much for him and then it goes somebody else and that's what uh venom becomes right but I do wonder if that extra step, right, because I'm thinking about, yeah, like Doc Ock was like a hidden thing until you like played it and then you get that phone call in like the first 15 minutes from Otto and you're like, holy shit, he's in the game. Yeah. And then they build him to the the, the final thing. And obviously in this uh, gameplay stuff that we, we saw here at the very end, a little bit of tension between Miles and Peter because mm-hmm. Peter's wearing the, uh, the, the symbiote suit. Um, or whatever they're going to call it here, because I don't think it's going to be a traditional alien uh, goop uh, like we've seen traditionally with Venom before. Uh, probably a little bit more like uh, the ultimate uh, Venom stuff. I do wonder if Peter, once they defeat Venom in like a, a moment of weakness, right? He, he feels like he needs to get it back to save somebody or another. And then that, and then the end is not like, Peter and Miles teaming up to, you know, face off of a big bad. The real big kind of emotional end is Miles and Peter having to fight each other. And there yeah. you could get into, like, the very interesting of, like, a debate of, you know, uh, w- what side are you on with Peter and Miles and that yeah. conversation. Uh, just to bring it back to something a little bit more emotional, which, as we know from both Spider-Man 2018 and Miles Morales, they do like to kind of end on, and those are some of the best Spider-Man uh, stories, or when it ends on such an emotional gut punch. Sure. I mean, that's what, you know, Bill Roseman from Marvel Games talks about all the time, right? The best Spider-Man stories are ones that are the threat or whatever. is The, the conflict is both Peter and Spider-Man's, right? So you imagine it's got to be Miles' as well, which would be Spider-Man, Peter versus Spider-Man, Miles. And then, you know, you want to get crazy, maybe we kill Peter. We just move on as Miles. Maybe. You know I would love I mean? to be able to, at the end, if they fight each other, like for the climax or the ending, but you choose, like, which one you're playing as for that. Ooh, it's like, what side are you, kind of what your, what your ending is, you know, like... Like, kind of, well, it's funny. I want to nod to another game that has a similar vibe, but it is inherently a spoiler Star for that Wars, game. Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Infamous I mean, 2. If you know, you know. That's kind of literally it, because you won't know. I don't know. Like, tweet Not one-to-one, one, but Spider-Man Web of Shadows. <laughs> Tear Wolverine in half, no big deal. Uh, what, so here's the question I have for you, Jan, about Spider-Man 2, then. So, obviously, a big old open-world game. Mm-hmm. A big old skill tree to do. You're getting all these cool symbiote powers and stuff. How do you think you handle? You've rolled credits. You're dropped back in New York. Do you think they're gonna reset? Like that's like the really nerdy weird shit that I get caught up on. Of like, so 
how much how they've talked so much about the symbiote and the power tree for him or for it. So it's like, how do you do that and then not have it just be that you're spy? You know, I I don't want them to pull the Spider Man three movie shit where suddenly we get Venom and it's super rushed and it's just off to the races with it. Sure. Like I want it to build, but I also then know if I'm investing in this, clearly it's gonna be hours and hours of it. Oh, like if you um. Like sort of like, are you saying like when you end the game, like how do they justify that you're still there? Yeah, like, you think? Do you oh, think okay. it's that like they just like okay, cool, ignore everything you have this symbiote and you're going, or is it before credits? But if it's mm. before credits, then what the fuck's going on with Venom? I think it's maybe ignore everything and they drop you back. They do the the narrative drop back, like you ever like you know those games where like, they... it, it's every Zelda game essentially, like uh, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are most known for it. But like every Zelda game, it's like it'll if you go back, it'll drop you right before yes. the last story beat. Yes, and also that's literally. But every here's Zelda game do you really think that's what they're gonna that. do? Like we don't yeah, get Venom until like the final hour of the game. Oh no 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 no! Oh, well, I mean, like, see what I'm saying? Because if there's a Ven if Venom's there, if we have sure. Venom, the symbiote theoretically has to have leaped. Unless, uh, I guess, again, this is a new world. They're doing their own thing. You know, he's wearing the symbiote. Is is Harry symbiote able to replicate in something to that regard? So, so maybe to that's split. That's a pickle right there. Like, right? Like, you yeah, know man. what? Don't, you can't get the platinum in this game. <laughs> it was too complicated. It's like, because I get what you mean. Like, it's like if things go a certain way and the narrative impacts that aspect of the skill tree, how would you then be going back and play yeah i don't know I in the chat like they... anthony corbett says they will just make the powers translate to different thing like tech i mean a synthetic symbiote too though you gotta like build an extra thing just to justify the narrative aspect of it and then i think it kind of takes away from like dumb says venom is post credits yeah, shows is. up for five minutes no shot we fucking riot if that's what happens but also he's in key art and shit like yeah no that's not Ooh, omega buster points out anti-venom Oh, that's good. That's that real good. good, actually. That is good. Symbiote jumps, but they've done something to make an anti-venom suit. Put that on. And Peter. maybe there's a little bit in the kind of main story beats open world where you don't have the venom uh, skill tree anymore. But then but that gets to a point, and then oh, we got to build uh, this thing with Miles, and yeah, that's really yeah, that makes most sense. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I like, like that because you have to I just like you gotta you gotta bring it back to like justified in the gameplay part, which. It's almost like it's I feel like this is the mechanical equivalent of when pausing the movie is spoilers for the movie because you see how long the movie yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, left, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's like but yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they were able to pull that off in a way that doesn't feel odd. But yeah, the anti-venom idea seems like the most plausible. I think, so then my question uh, I would have had for you, but my dog Nick96 in the chat says, Will Miles in this game ever get the symbiote, Janet? I don't think so. Yeah. At least not for long. Like maybe he gets it and then is like, nah, fuck this or something. I don't know. Cause I feel like the, the way it's set up, it seems very like Miles v. Peter. Even if it ends up, even if they end up not fighting, like I guess it's kind of just like the assumption that's of what's gonna happen. But I feel like that's what the, in kind of like Cameron Cameron is avenging, I doubt Miles gets symbiote only cause he has his own bioelectric powers. That's lots of balance. Yeah, that's kind of my thing too. I feel like, they're playing these sort of separate roles and I don't see them crossing over in a way that's like too long standing. I could see it as a story beat only yeah. where it's like in that's a story I mean. sequence where like it could even he be accidentally get some on him and then he sees like 
yo, Peter, this is what this is exactly. doing to you. And then instead for one story mission, you have the Venom powers as Miles. Instead that can be the, the thing to wake electric. Peter up out of it, right? Yeah. Where yeah. Peter realizes something's wrong because he sees Miles get corrupted by it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, fascinating in here, too. I like this one from Royal Martin who says, I mean, we built a suit for Doc Ock. We could build a suit for Denim or Venom. Which could then be the anti-venom suit, which yeah. is really interesting and keep your yeah. powers along that. And then DG Mayor says, "DG Mayor says, see, talk about it for ten minutes and you're excited again." Well, I was never not excited for Spider-Man. Don't I twist can't it. Believe you already hate Spider-Man too, Greg. Listen, you know I hate Spider-Man too, just like Wait, Blessing dude, hates Miles Morales. We all right? pass the buck. Every game, someone has to fall on the "I hate Spider-Man too" sword, even though I don't hate it. I just have criticisms. That's like what that's and now it's your turn. It's gone. It's Damn, that fuck. is our symbiote suit. I hate it. It just keeps attaching <laughs> onto other people. That's what hops between all of Catch us. Catch me, Spider-Man 3. I'm like, you know what? I didn't feel it. Like, you know, um, but no, genuinely. I can't fucking wait. I think too, it's like you gotta be able to dish it out somewhat, uh God, what's the word? Not objectively, but like kind of, right? It's like if I, I can't talk about the repetition of like Ratchet and Clank and the repetition of Horizon, all these other franchises without I mean, come on, like you kind of have to, Spider-Man's got to fall into that, that bit a little bit. Now, I'm still excited to do it because it's always fun. But again, when we talk about it in the context of everything else coming out, sometimes fun isn't enough, which I know is like a very, well, only a critic would say that. Well, guess what? Like, that's what the show is. You know what I mean? Like, it, well, hold on. I want to, I want to, I want to double down on that. I know we're getting long sure. on the tooth here. I want to come back to that one of like, uh, sometimes it's just fun. Is that good enough? So stick with that idea, but put a pin in it because I do want this one final Spider-Man question that I liked. Uh, Strem CL writes in and says, why is the collector's edition for Spider-Man two exclusive to the PlayStation store? I know you could find Ragnarok and forbidden West collector's editions in stores. I don't see the decision to keep Spider-Man two collector's edition exclusive to the PlayStation store. Uh, Strem CL, this is for money. PlayStation would like all the money, and they don't want to share it with a Best Buy or a GameStop. So they're going to take a game they know is going to sell a gajillion units that they know is iconic to people far and wide outside of the video game industry and say, would you like this really cool Venom statue that has uh, Spider-Man and uh, goddamn Miles Morales fighting it? You'll have to come to us and give us your email so we can direct market all the fucking t-shirts and water bottles and everything else we're going to do. That's the reason right there. That's the answer. Uh, yeah. Janet, the well, question. I haven't announced the other places yet, but that seems less likely because it seems like. Yeah, that was the thing. I, when I read this question, that you actually kind of, no offense, uh, well, not, no offense, that's, uh, kudos to you, I guess, Strem CL, tipped that off to me where I was like, really? And then sure. I, because it's been, we've met at SGF. So I went back and read the blog post. I'm like, yeah, they do say, you know, exclusive to the PlayStation Direct and retailers in other areas or whatever, but they're talking about PlayStation and their exclusives. Sometimes they take it too far. You know what I mean? God dang. You know, what, where, when's the FTC going to go after this? Like they do the <laughs> Xbox deal. All right. Don't worry. Don't worry about Activision Blizzard. I need to get this. What I can only assume will be a cheap Venom statue everywhere else. I feel bad for someone who, and I'm not like poo pooing these statues because I, I've been tempted by some of these myself, but I, I can think about is someone like out there like because I think about all the games that like I like that have these, which are a lot of them. Like, what if they bought all of them? Like, where are you putting them all? Like, how many catalog shelves do you have? Like, that seems rough. But anyway, you were gonna ask something. Janet, do you keep your boxes? I try not to. Okay. But sometimes I do. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Do you keep your boxes? No, not anymore. 
Well, that, you tear them open. That was a Midwest oh, thing. That's a thing also in my house now. I'll open these boxes with. I wish I still had it on me. I had a Cliff Bar box that I opened like an animal. And whenever I open it like not properly, Isaiah will be like, "What is this Greg Miller package opening oh, you got yeah. going on?" I'm like, "You know what? He's right. Sometimes you gotta tear into it." That's my symbiote moment. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like this guy's making a lot of sense. Just rip the box in half. Like, who cares? Listen, I love the spare bedroom. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll never be able to thank you enough for giving us this amazing space. Obviously, I've loved to see the creativity coming out of it when Barrett does a video essay, when Blessing does the Blessing show. We film this is awesome in it. It's incredible to be together each and every day. The number one thing I love the most about the Kind of Funny Spare Bedroom is, is I don't have all these goddamn cardboard boxes piling up in my house anymore. Mm -hmm. The amount of the fucking money I wasted on 1-800-GOT-JUNK of just like, it's out of control. <laughs> I got a fucking, some video game person sent me a wooden crate filled with shit, and it's got that goddamn fucking confetti styrofoam paper everywhere. Now, I just walk to Cool Greg's desk, I put it there, and I say, God bless. Mm -hmm. <laughs> God bless, Cool Greg. The question I want to end on, Janet Garcia, is this. Sure. Michael writes in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y and says, we've had a ton of great games come out this year. Also, so many great-looking games were shown at SGF. I ask this semi-seriously. Are there too many games? Is this perhaps because the delayed COVID-era games are coming out this year? Or is it some other change in the industry? Janet Garcia, noted video game commentator. Are there too many video games? There have always been too many video games. Except for maybe the very beginning when there was like, you could collect for the N64 and there was like, I don't know what, 80 games or something sure. but even then the games were stupid expensive like at one point like you were getting those cartridges for like freaking 80 dollars, which back then was maybe like i don't know 120 i don't know math i'm not an economist you know i didn't go well, to with inflation school. games are cheaper than ever it's like shut the fuck up All it's right. like i don't know man it's like, like they cost what it costs and i have what i have but you know other than those like really beginning days i think it's there's always been too many games but it's not a bad thing necessarily either it's tough for our job and it's tough to be a fan in the sense that if you're someone like us who has our sensibilities there's a lot of oh, gosh. so many but yeah there's a so for God, what was that number 2014 that's actually a little later than i would have thought for the when i felt like there were too many games but yeah like you're never going to play them all and these are just games that are like the big deal games i think that's more maybe what the question are there too many maybe like Big AAA, like, obvious picks. See, I go the opposite way with it. Dig in. Where, for, it's too few games. You're like, get, hurry up. No, get, no, get no. Out. With the big games part you were just making, the argument you are sure. making, Janet. Uh, it's that idea that uh, I, 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 I always say it, and I know it's, if you listen to everything, you hear everything, so I'm sorry. I tell you the same stories. But, like, mm -hmm. 2007, when I started at IGN, and well into my run as a PlayStation 3 PSP editor, you could legitimately play everything. And not roll credits on it, but play enough of like the biggest thing, the thing you need to talk sure. about. I always, what I always cite is that, you know, I remember renting a bedroom when I first moved here in 2007 that had an air mattress, my shitty TV, and my PS2. Yeah. And I would come home and I would play Guitar Hero. And then eventually they released Super Mario or Super Paper Mario or Paper Mario, whatever the Wii Paper Mario was. Sure. And I played all the way through that. And it was that thing of like, there was nothing else. There was nothing else notable, new to play. Now, mm -hmm. granted, I should have gone backwards and played from IGN's extensive library of every game in existence, gone and filled in gaps. But instead, I played new stuff, contemporary stuff, and it was that idea that, like, I remember being at IGN when it was shit. There's three weeks and there's nothing of note coming out. There's nothing to worry about, right? So we have to generate features and do whatever and yada yada. Whereas now it is an embarrassment of riches, where it is like the games 
I'm currently ignoring review codes for to play more Diablo. Yeah. Or in the case of this podcast today, it was like I had scheduled out my time to play Redacted so that I could, you know, be part of whatever the next two, three weeks of Gamescast. But then it was like, well, do they need my voice on that? No. So I will play Dordon. I will do this. Sure. This is a game I'm interested in. I think that I'll make good content. And it's like, you have to make these choices that are very weird of like, all right, uh, cool. If you miss the boat on it, and this is our specific jobs, yeah. you miss the boat on it, then it's gone. However, you can extrapolate the other way with it of like, that's our jobs of playing things for review embargoes, sure, but it also happens with you, the consumer, right? Like, mm -hmm. if you went off and you bought the ultimate edition of Diablo or just the $70 edition of Diablo, you want to get your $70 out. And I am fucking insanely in love with that game. Jen and I play it every night. I'm so happy with that. But it's like getting in the way of me playing other things, right? Yes. At work, I can play what I need to review or use for content. At home, I would usually play. I, I still haven't played the Viewfinder demo, right? Because... That's something I would do at home usually when Jen goes to bed, but Jen doesn't go to bed because she plays Diablo with me all the time now. And it's like a great thing for my life, but stuff like you start getting into how this year's been that every other week seems to have a game of the year contender. Yeah. Like it's outrageous. And is that a bad thing? Are there too many games? No. Like as many games as the market will support is great. It does suck for things like uh, Dordon. And I, this is just the example of this week. There's an example of this every week, I'm sure. But like, I had been tweeting and talking about Doran for so long, and uh, and I mean for months back when they announced it, that when we finally got close to review and me and Jen were tweeting every night about Diablo, they quietly responded on publicly, which is like, cool, but don't forget to play our game. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, That's where I it's mean, at. Of like, how do if you're a small game, how do you compete with this? And I think too, like I mean, there are bigger games. Like I haven't. This is probably the least I've played games in a way because I'm trying to like. It's like too much to pay attention to, and it's like yeah. you're really like behind on some things, and like some things you just have to let go. It's like I'm looking at my like stuff, and I'm like, man, I gotta, I really gotta do my best of article because I skipped the first three months because I'm like, I don't want to do it because I didn't beat enough games. But guess what? Those games are still not finished, <laughs> so I should have just written it, is what I realized. But that's usually the case. Usually the case is you should just write something because you're never gonna have enough time to do it the way you want to do it fully. Yeah. But there's, so, I mean, I still haven't finished Resident Evil Four. I, still haven't finished, I haven't even like, started RE4. <laughs> I wasn't like, on the review, so I'm like, I'll get to it later. Uh, yeah. When's later coming? And I mean, I think that is the beauty, though, of having, like, teams and also different outlets, too, for sure. Like, as a consumer, you obviously, like, won't play everything, and you miss a lot of things you want to play. But I always joke on stream on Twitch, especially because I do my Friday streams where I'm playing something new, like, every Friday. Sometimes two things new. So, like, that's kind of where I think Resident Evil maybe landed in, where it's like I get two hours in because that's what my stream was and I haven't played since. Same with Diablo. Like, I started that on a whim and I actually really liked it. And that'll, I'll probably play that more because I think it'll be a me and Isaiah game if he ends up liking it. So, that'll be fun. But at the same time, it's like I got all this other stuff going on. And then these, this, the, the list of things dropped is breathing down my neck in the future. But, like, I always joke on stream that, like, I play games so you don't have to. And obviously, we all like games. But at the same time, it's like you're not going to be able to play everything. So, at least you can kind of get get a sense and get a taste of things a little bit but yeah there's a lot out and i was doing a good job keeping up with some stuff but then like you know I, i'm glad i beat dead space and stuff like that but it's like uh there's also all this other stuff i'm like yeah there's a lot out but at the same time like you said as long as the market can continue to support it it's cool it gives people options um and it's like this right now it's not going to be like this every year like things and that's why like i always push back on people being like how would you say blank's not a great year for games i played nine great games or 30 it's like yeah i could you can do that every year if you really try to it's just that some of them they might be more known than other years yeah but like it's about these years where it's like 
it feels like a suffocating amount of content like, or like there's like there's so many like game of the year contenders that you can barely even like get through them all like that it's the, i mean it, high, high, not not a playstation game but like high fire rush came out this year like i still haven't finished that you know it's like there's so much good stuff coming out of every single avenue of, of platform and things that again yeah, like years like this are really incredible for games and on another level it's you know? it's it's the job for sure but even if i was on the outside and i was trying to support yeah. like video game developers like you are it sucks to enjoy a game as much like to enjoy a game like diablo so much that i feel like i'm neglecting other games you know what i mean like yeah. i know that doesn't matter in the long run but for me it does where i'm just like man x y and z are starting to pile up and like again arguably not even great games right where it's like this uh, your playstation picks this week and the drop this week includes uh, uh, uh door down like i was talking about layers of fear the one that came out and then the gray hill incident which i was super excited for a gray hill incident which is the aliens you know found footage aliens game of like you know the big old bug guys x-files guys coming and i saw ign for three out of ten and i was like oh no listen that still doesn't dissuade me because i'd love to play a just a goofy ass but it's like that's just sitting on my PlayStation of like, I see it there and I haven't clicked on the tile to actually play it yet. Right. And there's a million other good good games are inarguably that have a great better Metacritics that I haven't touched as well. But it's like, it's such a like, ugh, God thing. But it's like, look, like, if you're watching. It does look cool. It's that thing where it's like, oh, man, listen, I I've played, cool. I, and I, I say this all the time and I'm never trying to be the guy in an ivory tower talking. It's just like, I've played so many shitty horror games. So many shitty horror games that you find fun in because they are horror is a weird genre in movies, let alone in games that like, I look at this trailer and I'm still like, let's go. <laughs> let's it's go. A, it's also we? one of those things where like, you know, you talk about being like the horror guy, like when you really like a genre, like you can put up with a lot. Like yeah. that's like me with platformers and to a degree story games where it's like, Whatever the story ones I don't stick all the way through is it's a little bit harder to play a bad story game than a bad platformer. But like I was out here playing freaking what Clive and Wrench, a game that everyone gave like a three or a four. And I'm like, you know, it's not good, but at the same time, like it's kind of hitting. Like, is anyone else loving this Clive and Wrench game? And yeah, it's a little bit like that. I still have that understanding of separating myself from my own genre adoration to be like yeah clavin wrench is not a game i recommend to anybody unless you're a sick like me and there's a lot of sickos like that so we need that in the community too like you know if that's if that's your lane then that's gonna resonate with you but yeah 100%. well if you do play it let me know what you well i will it, that's happening hell yeah and maybe it'll be i played hour of like yeah no i is right this yeah why not I you fall could through be the floor change, you know ladies and gentlemen this has been a Rick Rollin episode of PS I Love You XOXO, where I drink beer and Janet drinks non-alcoholic beer. If you enjoyed it, please consider going over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you can help keep us independent. You, of course, can get hundreds of bonus episodes of content if you never supported us before. You can watch podcasts like PS I Love You ad-free and live as we record them. Of course, you can get the shows on demand ad-free as well. And, of course, you could just get cool merch shops and fun physical items and all sorts of stuff only on patreon.com slash kind of funny if you have no bucks toss away no big deal the easiest way to support us of course is to go to youtube.com slash kind of funny games or podcast services around the globe like subscribe share leave a review that's right if you're using apple podcast spotify pop on in there do that if you are buying any i get this all the time greg what's a great way to support you guys for free you are buying video games you are watching this show go to amazon.com slash summer game fest and buy games through that it really helps us out and of course no matter what tell your friends about it have some fun get out there and enjoy yourself 
Janet, thank you so much for this fun episode. I'm kind of depressed that Blessing will be back next week to drag us down. You know, we this is what makes it all the more special. So thanks exactly. for having me. Exactly. Always a pleasure. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.